0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to
1: you, Lord Jesus I have a favorite commandment of the ten honor your father and mother. And here's the reason why it's my favorite it's because it's the only commandment that God gave Moses that has a reward. The only one. Honor your father and mother and you will have long life. Now that might not sound too impressive because uh, people live uh, older these days, but back in the ancient world it was very rare to die peacefully at a ripe old age. People died young because of illness or wars or disease. Oh, it's a great reward. It's like winning the the million megabucks. It was something really special. When my mother was diagnosed with lupus, she needed many assistants: Doctors, nurses, therapists, social workers, nursery homes, financial advisors. So when my mother got lupus, my role was very clear. I was going to be a son, I wasn't going to be her doctor, I'm not going to be her therapist, I'm not going to be giving her advice on what to do with the money or where to go or what to do, I'm going to be a son. That means I bring her flowers, her frappuccino, she she liked mocha fraps, I would sneak her out of the nursing home to take her shopping. There was um, sunny afternoons, we would go out into the courtyard and they had this big fountain and we would both take naps. Listening to the therapeutic, <laughs> nice little sound of the cascading water. So one time, I snuck her out, and we had—I took her to her favorite restaurant, and she ordered her favorite meal, which was uh, chicken supreme. Now, at the time, the lupus had had a grip on her, and it was hard for her to get the fork to her mouth. So I put my chair right beside hers, and I helped her with her dinner. When she was done. A couple that was in the restaurant was leaving. But the woman came in my direction and she whispered something in my ear. And this is what she said You are a great man. Now, no one, has, my whole life, I don't think anyone has ever said to me, I'm a great man. It's the first time I ever heard that, and there's a good reason why, because I never done anything great. I never mil- made a million dollars, you know, in, in a transaction. I'm not wearing a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> I never went into a building and, and saved somebody's life when it was uh, burning. But to her, the definition of greatness is being a son. Now, the reason I say that is because. God goes into a cloud and then the cloud now hovers over the mountain. Now we've seen this done many, many times in the Old Testament when God enters a cloud and then hovers over the mountain because that's a sign that God is going to make an announcement that God the Father has something very, very important to say so everybody wants to listen when God is in the cloud hovering over the mountain. And this is what he says in the Gospel today when he does it. He defines Greatness. This is my beloved son. That's it. That's what I want. I want to. Be, I want to hear those words. I want that to be me. I'm not God's judge. I'm not God's advisor. I want to be His son. I don't want to be like Peter, who says, "Oh, you can't go to Jerusalem because you'll die there." I don't want to be like the Pharisees who say you you can't you can't cure people on the, it's the Sabbath. I don't want to be like the crowd and they say, "Show us a sign. We want a sign, otherwise we won't believe." A son. And I think over the years I've acquired the skill set to do it well. And so have you, There's a reason why one of the commandments has a reward.